From the Standing Stone Farm Studio right outside downtown Nashville, it's time for the most ridiculous sports podcast in the world. So sit back, relax, and listen as Bobby Butler and Brandon Bond crack open a cold one and talk all things hockey, pop culture, and complain about everyday situations. It's the Pucks Out Podcast on the Penalty Box Radio Network. Welcome into the most ridiculous podcast of sports and pop culture. I'm Bobby. He's Brandon. Hey, you can find us on the three majors of social media at Pucks Out Pod. Now let's crack open this cold Mayday beer and let's get after it. Pucks Out is powered by Mayday Brew, the official beer of Pucks Out Podcast. Join them every Tuesday for trivia and Thursday for bingo. What you drinking on today, bud? Ah, Yodel A Blue. Uh, last time we hosted Bingo, I made sure I got my my fill of the Yodel A Blue. Nice, because I love it. I love it so much, and so um, that's a great. That's beer. what I'm drinking. What What about yourself, brother? What do you What do you got? I got that Burrow Blonde, my dude. Okay, Burrow just keeping Blonde. it classic. Just keeping it low key. Just keeping it. Yeah. I got uh, I got shit to do tomorrow. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I feel you. I yeah, feel I, you. I got shit to do today. I still got a pack for my trip that I leave for tomorrow. <laughs> you are you're a fool, dude. I would have been packed uh, for weeks. <laughs> I would have been packed for weeks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, don't forget to check us out on Patreon to get all the spicy bits in a day early, and on Twitch where you can find us game in a little bit. How are you this week, bud? Good man. Uh, I just got word in that um, Stephanie and I got a 100 on our first date assessment video that we did, I, and I say we because nice. I was the I was the unresponsive victim, <laughs> and then I was responding at one point. Had a had a skateboarding accident, hurt my ankle, but we got a hundred. So <laughs> I mean, I feel like uh acting was definitely probably one of the things they graded on and yeah not the, and not the specific solid things that 75 percent was because of you i mean i was when i was laying there as the unresponsive victim i mean bobby you don't realize how hard it is to not respond she's trying to get me to respond but me i'm a method actor and so i didn't i was like i'm gonna be passed out guy number one and so I rocked that. Uh, but <clears throat> seriously, I mean, great weekend of football. Uh, if you are a fan of this, just the general sport of football, not if you're me and you have specific teams that you root for. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, and I say that in real life because in the fantasy world, you know, that rare time that it happens. Normally you sit there and you complain about fantasy and, you know, you're upset and early on. Well, I should have done this. I should have done that. The fantasy gods have smiled upon me this year. Knock on wood. Obviously, I don't expect it to last. I'm actually a little nervous about it. But another six in one week. You were the only person that beat me this week, bud. And you not only beat me, you beat me like I stole something from you. Okay. You beat me. <laughs> you beat me like I called your mother bad names, bro. You whipped me bad. Trey Lance went down like play three for you. And you still, you still beat yeah. me by like, 50, by like 50 points, man. Like it was, it was, it was redonkulous. So, uh, so really good win for yeah. you, for you there. But, um, yeah, man. So overall pretty good. Um, again, in a, in a fantasy kind of sense and a sense of good football and I won money on college football. It's always nice after I've went all nice. summer 
went all summer, lost about, you know, three, 400 bucks on baseball. Cause I just keep, cause I just keep going back for more. Like, come on, like hit me again, hit me again. I feel like yeah. Johnny Knoxville when he's like, is butter bean? Okay. <laughs> like when he, after he gets hit in the face, but, uh, and so it's nice. It's nice to see, you know, after all summer losing all that money, I probably won about 200, you know, 250 bucks over the course of football being back. So, it, you know, it brings my pride nice. up a little bit to to know, OK, you're just bad at, a, you know, at baseball betting, but you should just really. And next year, I'll say always I'll swear it off. Nah, not this year. But then they start, you know enticing you by being the only sport around and then all of a sudden <laughs> i'm deep i'm deep in the game so i'm chasing losses i don't even know yeah. what i've lost bobby i don't even know what i've lost at this point so <laughs> uh Matt, how about you buddy and i know you got a got a big uh oh. big couple weeks coming up man which means that i got yeah, a lazy yeah, couple I mean, weeks go- coming up man yeah it's uh it was good uh you know i've been doing good i've you know i've been streaming trying to get the streams in uh you know did a 24-hour stream that was exhausting but now we uh i'm going on out of town for two weeks uh taking the computer with me so i mean we're still gonna probably get maybe get a couple of recordings in i'll get a couple streams in uh but just busy packing you know getting ready for this i mean i've been doing you know packing other stuff because you know it's obviously we're going out of town for a wedding so we you know my mom left uh yesterday driving up there with you know car full of stuff uh the wife and i are leaving uh, uh tomorrow so I got like, I got to get a haircut. She's getting her, uh, uh, her hair done. We're doing all this stuff before we leave. But yeah. Um, but I was thinking what y'all should have done was sent me the healthcare video and let me edit it a little bit. Let me boost it up. Give it some production value. Maybe um, like a little bit Bobby, of like uh CSI Miami feel to it. She we, takes off the glasses of all, and it's like Baba O'Reilly in the background. First <laughs> of all, because it's in my contract, I'm going to tell you that obviously we don't need your help. Because we got a hundred, we were going, we were going for more of like an indie, like you know, uh, what's that? What's that? That place in France, can, Cans. We were going for like a Cans festival Con- feel. <laughs> um, but if if I weren't me and you weren't you, that would actually have been super awesome, and we will definitely. Uh, and, yeah. and, we, and if the, in this hypothetical world, uh, we would have definitely done that, and we didn't really think about it. Well, we, yeah. also, I probably would have. I probably would have, but uh, I knew that you're you're a pretty busy guy these days. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. you know, just you know, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to pull my luck. But when yeah. you get do back, do a voiceover though, like it's don't worry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Add some voiceovers like it's a murder mystery doc, <laughs> oh, or everything is Morgan Freeman narrated by Morgan Freeman. <laughs> Stephanie, Stephanie walked up upon. She walked up upon the unresponsive man. <laughs> she just dub dub all voices with like, <laughs> yeah, dub or hers with like Gilbert boy. Godfrey. <laughs> not, yeah. or, or even better, or even better, like at the end, you can say. Oh, dubbed his voice with this person, but I was unresponsive the whole the whole time. So like, oh, we had a we had Tom Hanks over his voice, but you know, obviously we had to cut his few lines because he was unresponsive. So uh, this video makes it onto Tom Hanks' IMDb page. This is it, dude. That's it. That's what I mean. You know, I mean that's the dream. That's the dream. Then we can have him yeah. on with George Clooney. And Mike Tyson, we are we are gathering yes. up quite a little ensemble um, roundtable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but all right, uh, real quick, 
Let's do a quick fit check. We're talking uh, the Atlantic Division today, so we got some Atlantic Division jerseys on. I got that Habs jersey. Ooh, you baby, you got uh, that Panthers jersey. You know, you got that. You got that nice original jersey. That jersey upon all jerseys. But you know, everybody knows why they get why they go away from the Panthers, dude. Why'd they go away from the Panthers? You know, this the Panther on the jersey. You know, this is sick. This yeah. is intimidating. The other one, just a little yeah. square. It's dumb. Um, and I don't even know if I'm breaking any type of contractual obligations that we have to my favorite beer, Mayday. Uh, but I got my uh, Rheingeist, uh, Rheingeist Brewery hat. They're up in Cincinnati. So I'm not, you know, this isn't, yeah. this isn't a, this was an ambassadorship for pucks out podcast and mayday i made sure i told them about you you know i got but i you know digging this hat that is a really cool it's in like an old train station i think we've talked about it i want to check it out eventually. uh, yeah yeah so uh what about you you know you got to what you had Uh, just a classic nashville hat man gotta keep repping it yeah yeah. Gotta always rep it, you know, yeah. even, you know, you feel dirty with just that red jersey on. Huh? <laughs> All right, let's jump into the news. Everything you need to know about what's happening on the ice. It's time for news from inside the boards. All right. A one of this show's favorite players, PK Subban, great player, a Norris winner, a absolute amazing person on and off the ice has retired uh i mean he his i mean his legacy i don't i don't think he's a hall of fame player but his legacy will go on i mean he is i don't know he is one of the great personalities of the game yeah i mean he only played 13 seasons um you know i mean i could see him going in i mean it would hard be hard pressed to imagine i mean i has there been Norris Trophy winners when they've got to that point not be Hall of Famer? Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure that there probably has been, but um, you know, I I mean I definitely it's not like one of these first ballot Hall of Famer. I don't really, you know, not having been into hockey my whole life, I don't really know what kind of criteria the hockey hall of fame looks for. You know what I'm saying? Where yeah. I could kind of tell you what what they're looking for in football and what they're looking for in, you know, baseball a little bit more. Uh, I don't really know what they what they would specifically look for. I mean, he as a as yeah. a defenseman. Um, okay, so here is a post from five years ago. Um, at, at the time, so th- this is five years, uh, you know, out of date. Um, through its sixty-two year history, the Norris has predicted a Hall of Fame admittance of the twenty-seven players who have won the award. The Hall has enshrined nineteen. Um, the okay, remaining so it's eight, definitely now, possible yeah. to not. Yeah. Um. So the active winners, uh, Zdeno Chara, obviously, will is a future Hall of Famer. Um, Duncan Keith, Eric Carlson, uh, PK Subban is on this list. Drew Doughty, Brent Burns. Saying they are, saying they are, they are, are Norris winners, but because but they're not they're not even eligible for Hall of Fame yet. So those those That's... other guys are also you know, and all of them except uh, Eric Carlson and Duncan Keith have have only won it one time so um you know pk Subban, I, I guess i mean maybe he is a hall of famer i mean i mean yeah he had a pretty I mean, prolific career uh even not winning the norris and with nashville he did um you know a lot of injuries i think that definitely would probably probably play into it um and you know and and some leagues do kind of include 
the overall impact that you've provided as well. Yeah. Uh, and, and if that's something that, that, that hockey kind of brings into the, into play, um, I mean, he's most certainly, most certainly is, um, hall of famer in that, and that's in that regard. So, but yeah, sad to see, sad to not see, but honestly it is, it is, it, it is good. I think, I think it's good for him to be out. It's one of those things where those star players can never not be, great you know i mean some guys can can get hurt and come back and play a different role but some of those guys that it's it's hard to watch them not be not be themselves due to injury and stuff and i think that's really the last little stretch that we got of of pk suban so there was an article written uh by bleach report let me see when this was it's obviously a little bit more recently until 2016 wow which also feels like a long time ago uh, and they rated PK Subban as the Preds' most likely player to be in the Hall of Fame at the time, yeah. which yeah. is crazy because Pecorino was playing at the time as well. But um, and above him, immediately above him, the Montreal Canadiens' most likely Hall of Famer is Shea Weber. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, and that's one of those things I would imagine that Shea, um, when he eventually pulls the trigger. I mean, it's got, we've been saying it for years now. Uh, I, I would imagine that he, I mean, maybe he doesn't, uh, but I would imagine he goes back and signs that yeah. one day contract like Chara da is doing um, and retires in Nashville. I mean, at least I think I would um, as probably the uh, most celebrated skater in history uh, of, of Nashville. Uh, I mean, and you can argue player too, in my opinion. Um, that you know Pecorino has been around you know during our more glory time you know glory years and whatnot uh but yeah man it's it's sad to see a couple of these guys that um that have retired and i hope you if you haven't already you watch them uh obliterate some folks and we saw that that hit on pk suban on march uh march in oh it was it was nasty bro it was so it was so nasty i I felt bad for i I felt bad for that little rat dude i was like oh my gosh i was like remy (laughs) isn't that the ratatouille rat remy i think so i've never seen it i've never seen seen all the way through it i watched a little bit i was like this is stupid he's a rat he's gross dude don't let him in your hair man kill him it's a rat it's not around food yeah dude it's just no. Uh, uh, we also have Zdeno Chara retiring as well. Uh, certainly a future Hall of Famer. Um, you know, Big Chara has was has, was a part of you know that Bruins team for a long time. You know, got to play for the Islanders. I think where he started his career, right? Uh, yeah. Started um, and ended at the Islanders. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Oh. He is, he's definitely, I mean, he's been around for about 45 years. So, <laughs> you know, uh, it's going to be weird. And that's though, just his playing you know, time. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be weird yeah. to not watch that, not watch that 32 foot man roll around and just manhandle people. Um, but, yeah. uh, I mean, you know, we got to see, we got to see Ochara buckled down by, uh, by a, a predator. So that was always, uh, yeah, that was, was good. it. Uh, was it Tanner um, Janelle, or was it? Uh, uh, was it Janelle yeah, or uh, I think Tanner Janelle? It might have been the I other guy. Was as well. Name, yeah. Uh, Nathan McKinnon gets a new contract. Uh, eight year, twelve point six million dollars. 
Ooh. That's the average. He's, That's the uh, average, Bob. Because year one, he yeah. gets a uh, 775K. Uh, and a 16 million base, signing and bonus. Then, yeah, and then that's for the first three years, 16 million signing bonus. And then year four, he gets a 9.15 million base and a 3 million signing bonus. And notably, that is because he it is a, a lockout, potential lockout year. Um, what that specifically means, I don't know, but I, that is why that is different. Um, and then year four, yeah. um, or year five, 990K, 9.9 mil signing bonus. It's a lot of, a lot of Skrilla. That's a lot of Skrilla. So, uh, yeah. let's hope that they can stay I mean, effective long term. Wild. That's a lot of money, man. So let's hope they can stay a, an effective team long term. Obviously, this will kind of factor into our talk that we have in a, in a couple weeks uh, when you get back. So, yeah, um, very, very. Yeah. Uh, and there's a full no a full no movement clause effective immediately. Obviously, for a guy like him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's usually. Yeah, that's usually. Well, I'm sure pretty... he actually wants it locked up, not the team. Yeah. The player right, right, that. yeah. That's usually pretty uh, standard on that that yeah. player side of things. So, well, but all right. So we're talking the Atlantic Division preview today. Uh, we're going to start off with the Florida Panthers. The trade deadline acquisition of Claude Giroux helped catapult this team to the top of the league last season. Before and uh, he has now left for Ottawa. Uh, we've got Barkov, Ekblad, and Tuchuk, who will need support from uh, Reinhardt and Declare to continue their success they had last season. However, without Huberdeau on this team, I think the likelihood of them repeating their regular season success is unlikely. Yeah, I think they come a little back, uh, come a little bit back. <clears throat> we get a reset here, folks. <laughs> um, I think they come down to earth a little bit more for sure. Uh, I think this is still a good team. I think that uh, you know Huberdeau was obviously kind of something that set them over the edge. I don't think that they uh, they have a bad team though. Uh, I mean, I think no. that this is this is something that is um, sorry. Yeah, I, I I don't really. I'm not too worried about them. I, I I agree with you. While I agree with you, I don't think that their continued equal success is going to happen. I think this is definitely a playoff team. And a team that you know oh, yeah. you might you, you know you might even be might even be a little bit more dangerous come playoff time. A lot of times, those teams that kind of float up above other other teams in the regular season may not get the best game from everybody. They're like, all right, we're playing the Panthers tonight. We might you know seize up a little bit, and so you know not having some of that grit is sometimes can can hurt you. Uh, so I think that this could be could be better for them. They don't have a guy like Huberto that's able to, uh, you know, magically dish a, you know, a, a puck all the way across the ice into some guy a stick to score a goal. So this is not a, at yeah. all a bad team. They need to stay healthy for sure. Um, yeah. I mean, you really said it, Barkov, Ekblad and Chuck. I mean, that's, that's a, that's a, a lethal combo there that could very easily carry any team. If it wasn't the team, that just lost a couple of guys like this, would we be even questioning where they would be ranked? I don't think we would. Yeah. Um, Toronto Maple Leafs, they have lost fan favorite Jack Campbell during the offseason. 
Spezza has retired. They brought in some mid-tier guys. Um, they're looking to change the narrative coming up uh, this postseason. Uh, I mean, I just, I mean, I don't know. You know that they they can't win. They can't get past the first round until the until the the day they do. Uh, you know, maybe this is the year. Maybe it's not. At this point, with the Toronto Maple Leafs, you just don't know anymore. You know. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's a team that should absolutely be you know be moving deep into the playoffs that we're talking about as a cup contender i don't know if it's getting in their heads or what uh it's but it's I mean in copy and paste insert whatever our whatever our our talking points were last year into this year i mean i still believe in the in you know yeah. in these guys i mean austin matthews i mean this is a team that you're you're going to target hard for fantasy players i mean austin matthews you know um mitch marner willie nylander these, I mean, these are these are great hockey players. Uh, John Tavares is still gonna yeah. probably crap the bed, uh, you know. So, I mean, that's somebody that really, really, really needs <laughs> to step up. No, no joke. Playoffs, yeah. you know, that's a guy that needs to step up to the plate to to help advance a team. He got paid a lot of money to come there. Um, I mean, he was a he was a superstar in, in, at the Islanders, you know. So it's 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 interesting to kind of see his. Yeah not downfall he's not it's not like he's like doing zero but i mean he pretty for what he's getting paid he's doing nine and he's doing zero so love to see him yeah. kind of step up to the plate yeah i'm actually pulling up last season's atlantic preview to see what we had to say about the toronto maple leaves okay. uh it looks like uh it looks like did we, i don't think we had a write-up it looks like we just had their uh stats which is weird that we wouldn't have had a write-up on them uh oh we had to do your preview on separate doc oh that's annoying i uh it looks like i can't pull it up let me see if i can pull up uh type an atlantic preview maybe yeah we just put in preview uh 21 22 team previews there we go oh there we go uh let's see uh luckily let's see toronto maple leaves last season uh fifth most in goals in the season last season asked matthews led all players uh, Jack Campbell started for the team between the pipes and the team signed Mrazic. Uh, Sheldon keeps the rival behind the bench. Marner has Bruce better with Matthews. Concerns, top-heavy offense and the amount of salary cap space they take up. Not much room to work with. With Hyman to Edmonton, uh, Richie Case and Bunting are the least affordable rivals. Their penalty kill needs to improve. Outlook, knocked out in the second round of the playoffs is, was our outlook for them. So we weren't, like, so, super far I mean, off. Uh, I mean, you know, uh, I mean, you know, plus or minus some additions. Obviously, obviously the moves were yeah. not the exact same, but I mean, I agree with that assessment. Pretty top heavy offense, paying a lot of money for that that front end yeah. uh, of things. Um so, yeah, I mean, I was smart back then, I'm smart now, or I'm dumb back then and still dumb. So either way, either way I'm cool. <laughs> either way, either way I don't know that I'm either way yeah. I don't know that I'm dumb. Okay? And that's the most important thing for yeah. dumb people. It's just not knowing. <laughs> uh Tampa Bay Lightning, the former back-to-back champs, made it to the finals again, and they will be looking to win the East for the fourth straight time. Nothing was broke, so they didn't fix it. Uh rather than bringing assets, they spent their time re-signing their key players like Nick Paul, Sergachev, uh, uh Sonak, and Sorelli. Their big their big dogs have long-term contracts, uh, and a place, I'm sure, somewhere on the LTIR during the regular season. Uh and then They'll be better for the postseason. They are now over the cap by seven million dollars as of right as this episode is released. So, um, 
I'm sure that'll stay somewhere That's in that range during the regular season. Just a bit over. Just a smidgen. Just a little bit. Yeah, just a bit. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm uh, I mean, uh, bro, I mean, <laughs> what can you say about him? I think that this is a team definitely poised to to win again. Um a team that has won before. Um I mean, they're definitely going to need to get healthy i mean that's that's the big thing Braden point was not uh was not Braden point for most of the year uh he kind of came back as a shell of himself in the playoffs uh but not not the Braden point that we've that we've seen play for sure um yeah. i mean yeah it's a team that can definitely win it's 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 hard to uh hard to downplay that i i don't have the same feel of the team this year that i have the past couple of years um i feel like and I don't know if it's just because they've kind of stayed so intact that it's that it's, you know, feeling stale or something. I mean, how is it stale? They've won the East three years in a row. Maybe I'm just kind of overthinking it. Yeah, um, that's a good stale to be to be at. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And it's more of just like, oh, how you're predicting this upcoming season. Um, I mean, usually this is about the time that a team kind of starts faltering in that 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 long run yeah. of, of of success. So. Uh, I'm really interested to see to see this team in particular uh, in in this in this division. So, uh, yeah. While you're grabbing that beer, moving into the the Boston Bruins, uh, for the first time in a long time, we have a new coach there, Jim Montgomery, um, and weirdly enough, would not be eligible for Brandon and Bobby's coach house. He is not. Um, this is only his second opportunity. Uh, he played. He coached at, at Dallas. So, hey, congratulations, Mr. Montgomery. Hopefully you're decent enough to start just getting a bunch of jobs now, and then you can join Coach yeah. House. <laughs> then we want you to be eventually so, you know, so uh, well-storied that we can invite you into Coach House. Uh, yeah. But very interesting. Yeah. I think that has uh, to be, when I get back, we should probably, I, I want to make that into a skit show that we do, where okay. we like film Coach House. Coach House, and we just have like name tag, we have name tags. Maybe get a couple of our friends. They just have name tags with the coach's name on it. I am so I'm so in for it. It can it be and it can be, uh, you know, me and you are sitting there at first and we're like, all right. So, um, you know, we've we've got, you know, Bruce Boudreaux in studio, you know, in studio here to to talk to us about, you know, being in coach house and, or, or we could even film it like more yeah. big brother style, like where we have DRs. I was going to say somewhat, we need, we need to find our Julie Chen Moonves uh, to host the show. Okay. Okay. <laughs> the search is on. You, you've heard it. Out I here, mean, maybe folks. we can just hire her. <laughs> and Julie may be available. I, I don't uh, know. Big brother seems pretty prolific. So, uh, now they will need back to the Boston Bruins. Everybody, uh, Coach House um, <laughs> you know, uh, is not happening. We will have to get a list of candidates. Uh, they're going to need a strong start because Brad Marchand not coming back till December. Charlie McAvoy not coming back till December. Uh, Matt Grizzlick not coming back till no uh, till November. Really, only one big notable addition. Uh, Pavel Zacha from New Jersey, which I think can be a really good addition to this team uh, in kind of the, the way that they have played previously uh, under former leadership. Um, I, I don't know how Montgomery is going to kind of take this offense or this style. It will really work there. Um, but I mean, they're such an interesting team to me this year. This is a team that we're no, we normally know is a successful team. Uh, 
I mean, they're going to have to have to have some players step up. I mean, Hampus Lindholm, you know, Jake DeBrusque, Taylor Hall. I mean, who's that? Who's it going to be really is the real question. If they want to have any type of success and not go and not be looking up in December and kind of dug themselves a hole. Decent goaltending. I mean, with, with Jeremy Swayman there and Linus Olmark, I mean, it's, it's, yeah. uh, it's, it's something that you can definitely, this is a team that under some good leadership can most certainly weather the storm. Uh, you just have to hope that your guys that are currently healthy are staying healthy because I mean, you're a, I mean, it's very quickly Patrick Bergeron, and David Pasternak could be sidelined uh, for for any number of reasons. Um, so I'm I'm interested to kind of see where this team goes. I think it's a it's a team that if they start strong, they could get a get a kind of a second wind um, from a team that has been pretty pretty prolific in the 2000s. Um, so yeah. uh, I'm uh, I'm not not worried about this team being good but i would not be surprised if it was it, it was that time we're on the roller coaster and they're really kind of peaking yeah um yeah i mean i think taylor hall is a interesting uh player with this team i think that he i think he's a very good player i think he's better than he was i think he's still I think he played better than some people think because, and I think the reason some people think that he didn't have such a good year last year is because it was the same kind of situation where if a, you know, just a, a, a the best looking girl in her Oklahoma town, she's a 10 in Oklahoma, flies out to Los Angeles and she's a two is the same way. Taylor Hall went from Buffalo. I would even say, Boston. though, I would even say I and really like he, your, I, I, I mean, he's no longer the bell of the ball. Well, I like your analogy, but I would even say it's that local girl from that small town that goes and wins Miss, you know, Miss Nebraska, like is like a big time, big time star coming from New Jersey, you know, and then kind of fell off the cliff. And I mean, dude, she's still pretty, though. You know what I'm saying? She ain't Miss Nebraska no more. But uh, but, you know, he. Yeah, I agree with you. He played better than he than he could than he could, but he has not been that uh, that super impactful guy, uh, really at any point that I can tell. You know, and that's really more of the problem. Was Taylor Hall used to yeah. be a, a game impactor, where he could change the yeah. course of the game, and I don't feel like they've got that. In Boston. And, and 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 that's okay because being a game yeah. impactor on New Jersey, a Buffalo, but, yeah, you we need that. Because you're that guy, but on a on a team like on yeah, Boston, but you don't have to be you don't have to be that game. You don't have to be the Philip Forsberg. You can be the Ryan Johansson. You can you be if you're a good but, player. You you have a spot. Well, yeah, you don't. But you, with these injuries, they need somebody to be. You know, and that's kind of the yeah. that's kind of the rub. Uh, I mean, if yeah. they got him slated as and we a know top he has the guy, ability to be that guy. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. more. He that's has more the skill the, and ability uh, to be that Ryan's guy. Team. And exactly. hopefully, now you know he spent a season there. Uh, I mean, I guess he's spent a season and a half there now. Um, yeah, hopefully I think so. he gets he, he's starting to come into his own a little bit. How old is he's? I mean, he's not super. Like oh, Twenty nine, I, I want to say. I mean, yeah, he's, he's yeah he's nineteen ninety one. Yeah, yeah. His first season no, was so he'd be thirty one. So thirty or thirty one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, he's not. I think people feel like Taylor Hall's younger than he really is, maybe because he just looks like such sure. a child. But yeah. he's not a super young guy anymore. Um, yeah. 
So I, I think every season people keep saying, oh, he's going to have his breakout season. He's going to have this breakout season. Yeah. No, we pretty much know. He's what at we that have. time I mean, now where we're past the breakout season point and we need to, he needs to be the player. Well, he, needs he needs to, to carve out. A, he needs to carve out a niche for himself at this point. He's not a superstar anymore. He needs to kind of slide into a role like yeah. Phil Kessel did. You know, right. I mean, not that not that Phil Kessel was ever Taylor Hall level of, of you know. Prolific, but you know, find, find your niche and get good at it. And that's where you'll kind of, kind of live um, to, I mean, speaking of bad hockey teams, you brought up the Sabres. I think they're next on our <laughs> uh, list. I don't think yeah. that I, yeah. I don't have a lot to yeah, say but, because my mom said, you know, don't say neither do I. Uh, anything. Um, if you can't say anything nice, uh, then don't say anything at all. My mom never said that to me yeah okay just to be clear to everybody that <laughs> yeah. knows my mom that's not accurate yeah i was gonna say i've had conversations with your mom she certainly says bad things sometimes about people <laughs> that is i mean uh, it was the it's those people's fault okay bobby all right don't be dumb oh 100 percent. always yeah, always i know you were talking yeah. bad but the you know i'm to my to our yeah. to our you know to our friends out there that don't know yeah, uh, the Buffalo Sabres, they have done very little to fix their woes, except sign Craig Anderson. Not a sentence I would be saying. Uh, yeah, they I'm have some bright I, spots in young star Dylan, Coz, uh, D- Dylan Cozens, and that's about it. Honestly. Yeah, I will not, tell you this. Not much you're making Buffalo. You're making fun of the, the Craig Anderson signing. And I'm going to be honest with you. I'm right there with you, except for I already know that at least <laughs> at least once or twice, Craig Anderson probably going to get some spot starts on my team. Okay, he's always done me right with yeah. the, with oh, a good fan yes. with a good fantasy spot start. So um, you jest, but yeah, I, listen, you know we're not the fantasy goons right now. Uh, <laughs> he is going to get some saves, a lot of saves, because he's going to be taking a lot of pucks. Like he's going to be getting will, a lot of shots on net. And he will give you a start if you need a start minimum. Man. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, so let's uh, he move straight hey, he into the rostered. Detroit. He will not be rostered. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Detroit Red Wings. Uh, why don't you take this one? Yeah. Yeah. New coach, uh, Derek Lalonde. Hopefully able to take a step forward this year. Uh, last uh, from last year, La- they have a lot of young talent, uh, kind of similar to they have ha- them having last year. Uh, they need to step up to the plate. You know, new players in the fold include Ben Sherratt, uh, Ali Mata, Andrew Kopp, and David Perron. That's a solid little crop of uh, of free agents right there. Uh, kind of, you know, some some veterans to mix in with that youth that they already have. They gotta get an identity. I mean, we never, re- you know, they they there were times in which they were this prolific scoring team. And then they would have games when, you know, they kind of shut it down and they would they would stop teams use, using deep. They need to kind of gain some sort of identity a, as a squad. They need yeah. to improve majorly on the defensive side of the, of the puck. I mean, I think they were 31st or 32nd and goals score, you know, scored a goal scored against them uh, that you're not going to you're not going to win long term with with that so that's something that they need to have but i mean think hearing this you know bertuzzi larkin and lucas raymond playing on the top line together that's a dangerous dangerous line uh yeah these guys you know i kind of named some of these these free agents 
they got a team that that is can be a little scary. You know, uh, I don't know if Bertuzzi's still going to have to sit out every Canadian game. You know, if that's the case, then that <laughs> obviously that obviously really hurts your team overall uh, because yeah. I mean, you can't get can't um, get a lot of rhythm that yeah. way. Um, I'm I'm honestly surprised that management didn't step like I don't know that to me seems weird to have that in a workplace environment to just I don't not think they had to pay that. him one of your I don't think they had to pay him for those games or anything okay. so I mean you know I would imagine that a team in a rebuild is probably okay with that would be my guess yeah um, but yeah I think this could be a surprising team this year uh, I, I don't know that I'm I'm sitting here saying playoffs but uh I'm thinking this is okay. This is going to be one of those teams that within the first month of the season, people are like playoffs. And then, you know, it kind of fizzles <laughs> out. But I think that right there at the end, I think that they're going to be kind of Don't talk about playoffs. Uh, it's you a little me? early. You're right. Mora. You're Mora. You're, you're when you're right. You're right. But I, I think this is a team that can make a stretch run, uh, you know, down the, down the stretch. And if they catch a little playoff spot, I most certainly am not going to be surprised uh, if that happens. A team with definitely has yeah. some talent. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I agree Lots. with everything you had to say about that. Um, the Ottawa Senators, uh, Giroux, uh brings a veteran leadership to this rebuild. Alex Debrinkit brings in good young promise as well. The rebuild isn't complete just yet, but I think they'll find themselves struggling for another season or two. But I like the way they're headed. Of the teams that are currently in rebuilds, I think they are maybe the second best team currently in a rebuild. We're going to talk about the other that other team when we get to the Central. Um, but I like the Ottawa Senators where they are compared to where they were two or three years ago. Yeah, I mean, uh, absolutely. I mean, Debrinket is a guy that kind of interested to see what he can do there. I mean, that guy, he could really carve out his, his spot and become the superstar that a lot of people think he can be, uh, with, with Giroux there feeding him the puck. Um, I think that that is a, a dangerous prospect for teams playing the senators. I don't think that anybody's in danger of losing a playoff spot to them, but I think that they are in danger of, uh, a Tuesday, a Tuesday night loss, you know, that you're not expecting uh, by yeah. a couple or a couple or three goals every, every once and again. Um, For sure. Definitely not not the worst team in the league, in my opinion. Yeah, that's a good. Uh, the, right? uh, yeah. <laughs> the Montreal Canadiens. Just bad last season, man. Uh, improvement should be easy due to just how bad they really were. Um Kenny Dadenov was a good pick. Uh, Carey Price feature uh, still in question. Uh, Caulfield and Suzuki are promising and maybe the only bright spot on this very, very, very bad team. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think there's any way to beat around nothing, the bush. They're just bad. Yeah, nothing that you've named, though, uh, right there indicates that they have anybody that can score, you know, score goals massively when they need them. You know, I mean, I'm not, nothing yeah. against a lot of these guys that are great hockey players and that put you know, can score goals. I'm not saying, but n nothing that, you know, no guys that you can kind of go to and look, look at that will, will drop 50, 60 goals for you. You know, I mean, and not yeah. a lot of teams have that, but, but everybody has a few on their team that they think, okay, this guy could potentially do it. And, uh, the Canadian Canadians do not have that. Uh, the Habs are, are a team that are poised to be bad again. I mean, this is a team that we thought were going to be bad two years ago and ended up not being bad. 
uh, and going to the going to the cup with a not so great roster, and then then more kind of went brought come, came back down to earth this last year, and I think that they're going to kind of stay on earth uh, with no with no sights towards the galaxy up above them. Yeah. I think they're going to kind of hang out down there uh, and be bad again. Yeah. Um. So that takes us in. That's it for the Atlantic. We're going to uh, continue for you guys. It'll be next week with the Metro for us. It'll be in about 20 minutes. Uh, but let's jump into what's snapping your stick. Bobby and Brandon are about to find out exactly what snaps their sticks. <sighs> so, for the second or third time this week, this has uh, happened. Um, Windows had another update, and when that happens, it in some way just screws everything up. Earlier in the week, it reset all of my audio settings, uh, which kind of screwed up the stream a little bit, caused me a delay for about 45 minutes today. Well, uh, this update caused some things. What to, was your uh, other excuse? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then uh, today there was an update on Windows that caused some other stuff to ha- update in my antivirus, just caught every thought everything was a Trojan horse and screwed everything up and made me delete a bunch of stuff. It's just. It really, I mean, honestly, it is just a pain in the ass sometimes dealing with stuff on PC. Just, I mean, I love my, I love working on PC. God damn, it is annoying. I just always never update things, Bob. Okay. That's why your boy, that's why your boy running Windows 95. Okay. This is Internet Explorer, all right? which is, uh, I think, actually no longer supported. So that sucks for me because I'm not able to talk to you anymore. Uh, no, I'm with you. I'm with you on that. I mean, it's always, you never see it. It's like, Hey, you know, uh, if you don't want this to restart and close out everything that you've ever loved and all, you know, your family and friends, um, you know, press this button within 30 seconds, you know, like, hopefully I'm looking at this button for in 30 seconds. So my, you know, my whole hard drive doesn't reset because I mean, some of them are, are like that sometimes, like I'm yeah. going to shut down if you don't tell me. So mine staggered monday night football what even yeah, that was weird is this okay raj let me let me hit you with something okay and and this is going to be crazy because baseball doesn't do anything right at all all right so a double header is when a game happens and then another game yeah happens okay that's not a monday night double header those are just two games that are played very close together. All right. Like there was still time in the second quarter when your other game was starting, man. Like you didn't even wait yeah. till halftime, dude. It was so, it was so dumb. Like, I mean, the prospect of a, of a Monday night double header is always great. It's really great. The first uh, Monday of the year, you usually get it. I was like, Oh, well we're getting it tonight. You know, Oh, no problem. But it was not at all a doubleheader. Uh, it was yeah. stupid. I just did not like that at all. I mean, if you're you're gonna yeah. have two games, it was not even there was no point to it. I would have rather had one of those games at Sunday at noon. 
You know, like yeah. the fun part yeah, about yeah. Monday Night Football is that's the only thing to watch. So yeah. if there's two games yeah. to watch, you've deleted the purpose of it. Luckily, there was only one. Luckily, one of them wasn't. Anyway, so yeah. <laughs> one game did end. One okay, so that's fair. One one game did end early to accommodate <laughs> you watching the end of the other game. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was bad. I was hoping you you know wouldn't really stumble onto that easy that very easily joke that I like alley ooped up in front of you. But um, you know, yeah. Uh. If if there would have been two football games, buddy, I'd have been mad. Um, yeah i'm still waiting for the titans to start playing so yeah. let me know let me know maybe auburn too i mean the auburn and titans if they play this weekend please let me know about it because i have been watching and i have not seen them play football at all so but all right everyone uh thank you so much for joining us uh we'll see you next week with the metro division for brandon i'm bobby this is the pucks out podcast See you next time. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Pucks Out Podcast. To see what other ridiculousness the guys are up to, check them out on Twitter and Instagram at Pucks Out Pod.